Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jaron Miserag. And we are doing a little bit of a news session here for you. It's been a little while since we've done that. We've done a couple of interviews, and we've got some exciting stuff coming up in the future with interviews and all that stuff that we're excited to show you. But today, we want to talk about two big things that are happening right now in the sports world, one being NFL free agency and the other being March Madness. So, JR, where would you like to start? Yeah, let's get uh, NFL free agency out of the way. Um, you know, it's the first couple days of free agency here. We're on, what, day three at this point? A lot of stuff went down day one. A lot of stuff went down day two. Um, I think I want to start off outside of free agency, but still pertaining, though, with the Chargers and the Khalil Mack trade. Yeah, definitely. So the Chargers and the Bears had a deal. I don't exactly know the parameters of that. Um, um, it was picks, but I'm not exactly sure. Let me see. I'm trying to find it here. Not exactly here, sure. I, a second and a sixth. Yeah, a second and a sixth was actually like for Khalil Mack, who's one of the best defensive players in the league right now. Um, that's actually a pretty good, pretty good for the Chargers, honestly. Only having to give up a second and a sixth. So I think, and obviously the Chargers um, are in, they're clearly in a win now mode because of all the pieces they have. They just resigned Mike Williams. Um, they got Jace, they just resigned JC Jackson or signed JC Jackson for agency. So they're clearly spending a lot of money right now to try to win it all. And adding Khalil Mack will help them do that. I don't know if they're going to win it all, but it certainly helps at least. Going along with that idea, you know, speaking of trades, I think we just saw one of the biggest trades that I've seen in a while uh, regarding new Broncos quarterback, Russell Wilson. Um, yes. Everyone figured that's where Rodgers was going. Rodgers hit everybody with the, uh, the re-sign. And next thing you know, the Seahawks are blowing it up, releasing Bobby Wagner. Russell Wilson's gone. Um, they have Drew Locke and Noah Fant. And Dehenta Lyman, Shelby Harris. And the, and the, the Seattle also got um, two first-round picks, two second-rounders, and a fifth-rounder while they gave a fourth-rounder up. So the Seattle, Seattle, on the other hand, a little more in the rebuilding phase, I'd like to call it right now. So they just resigned Quandre. They just resigned Quandre Dix, however. So I don't know if they're going to address the quarterback position or they're just going to leave Drew Locke as is. If I were Seattle, I'd at least entertain the draft looking for a quarterback. But I don't know what you want to do there. I don't know. I think the big the big thing is, you know, are we going to see a Matthew Stafford type type? Uh, I don't know. If it's the moves already happened, but. You know what I'm talking about? You know, Matthew Stafford went to L.A. to give them a Super Bowl. I think the big thing with Denver everyone was kind of talking about was, hey, they're a quarterback away from being a really good team. They now have that quarterback. It's one-time Super Bowl champion Russell Wilson, the guy who in the last couple of years has at least put together a good 8-10 to 10 game run, putting him in MVP voting for at least part of the season. Um, is he that guy that gives Denver the boost to the Super Bowl? He very, I mean, he he 100% very much could be. I mean, like the Denver's got a great team around him, great wide receiver core. They just signed Randy Gregory, and that was a bit of a meme with the Cowboys and all that. But um, <laughs> but um, the D Denver's got a great defense. They've got a solid offense, and they were honestly a quarterback away, like a star quarterback away from pushing themselves to a championship. But I just got to say, that AFC West, Oh boy, that's going to be a tough division to win. Now I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. I mean, you got 
Patrick Mahomes, a guy that's made the AFC Championship, if not the Super Bowl, last three years. You got Justin Herbert and the Chief, or the Chargers, who just went out and made all these big moves. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, re-signing Mike Williams. You got Justin Herbert, who's one of the future guys of the NFL, in my opinion. Then you got the Broncos, who had such a good receiving core, such a good defense. Um, one quarterback away, they get the quarterback. And let's let's not forget, the Raiders did make the playoffs this year. Yeah, they did make the playoffs. They beat the Chargers and also at the same time sent the Steelers to the playoffs. So I'll be forever in debt to the, Ra- the Raiders for that. But um, and not to, Derek Carr is a solid quarterback, too. Don't discount Derek Carr. I know a lot of people are kind of like joking that Derek Carr is kind of like the worst quarterback in the league. But still, Derek Carr is still a very good quarterback, in my opinion. I would agree there. I think, you know, I'm probably on record saying it multiple times that Derek Carr is one of the most underrated players in the in the whole entire league. I mean, you got Russell Wilson. You got a pretty good division if you have Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and your worst quarterback is Derek Carr. Because, I mean, think about uh, the Cowboys, the Eagles, that division. You have Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, and Daniel Jones. I put Derek Carr, too, in that division. Yeah, well, and, and we'll just to mention Carson Wentz was traded from the Colts to the uh, I, Commanders. Yeah, it's the Commanders now which is a topic within itself. But um, I guess the other big thing now is Deshaun Watson and that whole situation. There's been, a, there's been a lot of talks about, like, a lot of teams. I think he's met with, like, the Saints, Panthers, maybe the Browns, and the, I've heard the Falcons, too, honestly. But um, there's a lot of – and they've oh, I think Houston's already accepted a couple offers. It's now just where Deshaun wants to go. And the Steelers were in contention. I believe for Deshaun Watson, but um, after signing Mitchell Trubisky, that, that's no longer the case. But um, so we'll see Deshaun Watson. That's going to be a very that'll be a huge haul too for a trade, just like the Russell Wilson one. I think. From what I've seen, um, I think that the Texans accepted trade packages from the Saints, the Panthers, and the Browns. Um, the Browns, obviously, that's a that's a whole blockbuster deal sending Baker Mayfield. Although it came out that Baker Mayfield's preferred destination is the Colts. So three-team trade, who knows? <laughs> I don't know exactly what's going to happen there. Um, I have heard the Panthers think that they are the favorite. Um, that makes you wonder, is that a blockbuster trade sending Sam Darnold to the Texans? Who knows? Is he the backup? I don't know. Deshaun, well, is Deshaun Watson even that good anymore? I mean, the guy's 18 yeah. months out of football. I know he was a top five quarterback when he was playing, but what, he's probably 25, 26 now, and he hasn't played football in a year and a half. Sure, and I don't say this very often, but I think this is a very smart move on the Texans. They're going to get a huge haul, and not to mention they've got Davis Mills as a quarterback who honestly, I think we can both agree, wasn't terrible last year. Like, he, he had his moments. So, like, you got a guy that you can maybe go off of and kind of expand your roster off of, so – and they're getting a haul for it, too, for Deshaun Watson. So I think it's a smart move by the Texans to trade him. I think that was obviously the plan the whole time. But I think it's very smart. And based on, like, what it looks like they could be getting, they're going to be getting a lot for him, too. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying, you know, Davis Mills is the Texans quarterback of the future. But at the very least, he is, you know, good enough to be that bridge guy for the next, you know, two, three years, build a team, and then pick up that quarterback, kind of like Denver was able to do, except I'm pretty sure that – their bridge quarterback was just 11 different guys. Um, and did, they know. drafted Drew. They drafted Drew Locke. 
They drafted Drew Locke. I mean, Brett Rippon, Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum was there for a point. Um, Paxton Lynch, like ages yeah, ago. Yeah, Paxton Lynch. Do I need to go on? <laughs> yes. Ever since Peyton Manning left, it's been a it's been a tough situation for quarterback for Denver. But uh, now they have Russell Wilson, so that might that might that QB problem might be over at least for the next couple of years. I want to go into uh, the Cowboys here. You know, I mentioned the Cowboys a little bit ago. Amari Cooper is no longer on the team. He was traded to the Browns. Michael Gallup resigns. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence resigns. Ethan, you mentioned earlier with Randy Gregory, <laughs> he, he resigned and then unresigned and then signed with. So what what happened was the Cowboys offered like I think it was five years, seventy million or something. Randy Gregory accepted that. Then I think the Broncos offered the same thing, the same contract, and he was like. I would rather he just I guess basically was saying I'd rather be in Denver than Dallas. So he he just said, Yeah, screw Dallas, I'm going to Denver. So that's a and that's a big loss for the Cowboys too. Randy Gregory's a solid player. He definitely yeah, I mean he definitely was. I want to get into a little bit bigger of a I choose this, wait, no, I choose that. And I think you know exactly where I'm going. I'm talking about the greatest player of all time. Tom Brady, after two months, is officially unretired. Um I guess he decided that he was not ready to retire after two months of being around his kids and wife. Um, oh boy! Oh man! Yeah, I saw I something. The, the MLB lockout lasted longer than his retirement. Honestly, it yeah, it, it really did. But um, yeah, Tom Brady, and he's going to be playing with the Buccaneers. We do know that. And after, because a lot of Buc- there's a lot of Buccaneers free agents, and all of them just resigned after Tom Brady came back. So. They're going to be running back with virtually the same team again. And, you know, I, for some reason, I always had a feeling Tom Brady wasn't done. I, for oh, some no, reason, I, I, there was no way that man was done. There was so much football in him. And in fact, Ethan, you want to know a stat that Tom Brady over the last nine years has either lost a playoff game or yeah, won the Super that. Bowl. And you know what and he, he did lost, last year? Lost the playoff game. So that means this year he's winning the Super Bowl. Sorry, Broncos. Sorry, Chiefs. Sorry, Chargers. Sorry, Rams, Bengals, Ravens, whoever thinks they have a shot at the Super Bowl. Ravens. Ravens don't have a shot in the heck at the Super Bowl. Don't talk to me at the Ravens. Okay. They lost They lost to the, the, the wheelchair quarterback twice, I'd like to point out. Okay. So I'm talking about. Um, but, yeah. Sorry, Packers. I don't know what's going on there, you know. Rogers, Rogers resigns. Right for for like fifty million a year. Let's just point out. No, I think insane. that he re, he restructured his deal, so it's no longer four years, two hundred million. It's three years, one fifty. It's still the same thing. It's the same thing minus a year, which I think makes yeah. more sense. They bring back Preston Smith, but they release Sedarius Smith. Devontae Adams is a whole situation because he's he's denied the franchise tag and he said he won't play under it, and he's also denied. 23 million dollars a year because i think d hop makes 27 so yeah, i think he wants, I, to be the, he, wants to be, he wants to be the highest played wide receiver in the league and i don't know if the packs are going to give him that <clears> honestly <throat> i have no clue at all and that's that's huge actually because if, if rogers doesn't have Devontae adams i mean rogers would still be good but with Devontae adams like that duo is one of the best duo qb wide receiver duos in the league right now yeah and i mean rogers rogers is old but Adams is still in his 20s, I believe. I think late 20s, maybe 28, 29 or something like that. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe just turned 30. 
Yeah. So I think, I don't know, the word Devontae Adams is going to be a big question. He may just, they may just franchise him. He might just not play. That's, that could be a very realistic possibility, which I think would suck for the Packers. Like, why wouldn't you play? Try to go get a ring and then just leave. Now you want to talk about interesting situations. One side, you have the whole Packers thing. You go to the AFC, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Brandon Scherf, oh, you say to Louis Khan, I don't even know how to say the guy from the Jets, the defensive tackle, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, um, possibly trading LaVisca Chenault, releasing Miles Jack. DJ Chark's not on the team anymore. Yeah, DJ Chark's not on the team. They just, re- they just signed Darius Williams from the Rams. I mean, the Jags yeah, they're, are they're everywhere. And now, you as a as a Cardinals fan, do you think that's that money? Because that was a lot of money for Christian Kirk. Do you think that was a little overpriced for him? No, and I'll tell you why. Okay. A lot of people have been saying that it was a huge overpayment for Christian Kirk, and at first I thought it was too. But then I saw somebody make a really, really good point. If Christian Kirk was offered four years – for $20 million in, say, L.A., and then four years for $20 million in Jacksonville, he's going to take L.A., yeah, right? That, no, that makes, that makes sense. He, he got – he got – So, Jacksonville's – He got a lot of money. Yeah, Jacksonville's a small market. Jacksonville's a losing team. Jacksonville's a rebuilding team. They have to, quote-unquote, overpay for guys like this. Yeah, is Christian Kirk not a top 10 wide receiver like he's going to be getting paid? No, he's not. He was our backup. He was wide receiver number two on the Cardinals. But would he have gotten maybe four years for $18 million from a better team? And that's why the Jaguars had to bid $21 mil? That's yeah. That's why I say he's no, not going to get paid. Because overpayment to maybe the Bengals, the Steelers, the Rams, guys that have wide receiver cores, yeah, maybe that's too much, but the Jags had to pay this pretty much to get him. Now, the other thing with Jacksonville is this isn't like anything that's being talked about, but like, what do you do about your running back situation with Travis Etienne coming back? Do you keep both of them with Travis Etienne really? and James Robinson? I don't know. I think that I think it'd be smart to trade them. I mean, Robinson's still on his rookie contract. I feel like you get a little bit of a good package for a guy that was a thousand yard rusher. The thing is, though, you know, Travis Etienne was rumored to take wide receiver snaps, and I think he could be that Debo Samuel, you know, do-it-all running back wide receiver type guy if he's able to take snaps at wide receiver and do it well. Especially, you know, there is no star in Jacksonville when it comes to the wide receivers. DJ Chark maybe was that guy last year. He's no longer. Um, nope. LaVisca Chenault's not that guy. Christian Kirk is not that guy. Say Jones is not that guy. I just think that, you know, if they're going to go wide receiver by committee, maybe you keep them and run a tandem because that is starting to become a little more popular um, throughout the NFL, a tandem duo. You know, you yep, see yep. it with Zeke Elliott and uh, Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. You see it pretty much everywhere that's not Pittsburgh or Minnesota. Um, hey, 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 what do you mean? What is that supposed to What do you mean? What are you? Who else is the who else runs the ball in Pittsburgh? Not Ben uh, Roethlisberger. <laughs> hey, he did run it like once this year and he had a touchdown. But I, well, now, um, I don't. Who else does? 
Actually, I take that back about Minnesota. They had Alexander Madison who came in and played pretty good snaps for that. No, honestly, no, Pitts Najee, like Najee was a workhorse. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's no hate to Pittsburgh. It's just, you know, the league is no longer a work ha- workhorse back kind of league, and it's turning into this tandem thing, and Pittsburgh's one of the only teams that I can think of off the top of my head. Maybe the Giants with Saquon. I can't even think about maybe who their backup is without Wayne Gold. Maybe, maybe the Panthers if CMC's healthy. Yeah, I don't know. But there, I mean, there's, there's, the there's very few. See, I think. That, I think see, that's why. This is why. Like, I want the Steelers to sign like a Cordero Patterson. Are the Falcons he's, really going to let him go? He's a he's unrestricted free agent. Not with anyone yet. I don't know. I just and don't I, have I, I, I've heard he's like kind of cheap too. Like he's on the cheaper side of things. So if the Steelers are interested, there you go. But I'll stop talking about the Steelers now because I know we got other stuff to talk about. But um. Yeah. Um, what else is? I don't know what else two majors happened. I mean, there's been there's been to... franchise tags and all that. Yeah, but I um, mean, trying to think. The Dolphins have made a few moves. You know, Connor Williams, Teddy Bridgewater, Cedric Wilson, um, two guys there from the Cowboys, in Wilson and um, um, Williams. Williams is from the Cowboys, right? Wait, yeah. now that, that brings up a question. For you at Arizona, will James Conner be your worst workhorse back now because no Chase Edmonds? I don't think so. I, I think there's going to be another running back that they're going to use because when Edmonds got hurt, they even kind – not as much, but when Edmonds got hurt, they played – I can't think of the guy's name right now. Uh, I know you're talking about. There was another guy who did get snaps, though not as much. And I think that that's why – I think that that's why they will bring in another back, though, because Connor played better as a tandem than a yeah. workout, workhorse. I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe they trust in James Connor. I don't know how it's going to go. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. So before we wrap up NFL free agency, give me one winner and one loser so far in free agency. Um, a winner in free agency. I think it's got to be the Chargers. I think there's no question. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna consider the Khalil Mack thing part of free agency. I would also consider the Broncos trade for Russell Wilson as part of free agency. I know it's a trade, but same time period. I get the Chargers. I mean that defense is ridiculously scary. Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James if he's healthy. You know, um, J.C. Jackson. There's just a Number of guys there. Um, loser free agency. That's tough. That is that's tough. Um, I would. Man, I don't know. My my winner would personally be. I think the Broncos because getting Russell Wilson and Randy Gregory and. I think that's going to like put them really much so over the edge. Um, a loser. I would, say, I would say the Broncos yeah. take over the Chargers if Bobby Wagner signs there. Yeah. In, in, in my the, book. In my book. Sure. I would I don't even know who's a loser in this one. There's not too many, lo- like, really, no one. I would say there has to be a loser. It's uh, the New York Giants because the only free agency pickup I can see right now is Tyrod Taylor and they lost Evan Ingram. 
And let's be honest, the New York Giants need to be doing a lot more than that. Yeah, they got Mark Lewinsky, who's an old lineman, but that's 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 about it. And yeah, they signed they signed Tyler Taylor like to two years a lot. They're paying him eleven million dollars to possibly be a backup. Yeah, to, it's... Um, to Daniel Jones, the eh, the Eagles, eh, they got Hassan Reddick, but that's about it. They have Reddick, and they re-signed Jason Kelsey another year. The Commanders. There might they might be a loser because Wentz and I don't know. I think they were okay with Heineke personally, but I mean the only losers that I really see, I don't see anybody that's losing huge pieces. No, you know, maybe I mean, the Bears. Could, yeah, maybe the Bears or the Patriots. I feel like the Bears, they lose Khalil Mack, and that's kind of saying, hey, we're going into a rebuild without saying, hey, we're going yeah. into a rebuild. And they lost like one of their best O-linemen, too. Yeah. James Daniels. Oh. I thought I we said enough a... about the Steelers. Well, that was about the Bears. All I didn't right. say who, who James Daniels was. But I think – I don't know if there's anything else to really talk about in uh, free agency. Obviously, this, there's there's still a lot of players still available, like Teron Armstead, Stephon Gilmore, Sean Watson. Um, the trade, whole that, all that's going to be probably coming up in the next. I don't know, I guess week, but I don't I don't know quite yet. Chandler Anyways. Jones is still out there, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. another big name. Obviously, yeah, I'm, a, not, I'm not too happy about that one, but so you don't think the Cardinals will resign him, right? I don't think so. Von Miller is still available. Allen Allen Robinson. I forgot that Allen Robinson was available. Stefan Gilman, Bobby Wagner, Tyron Matthew. That's an interesting one. Yeah, because the Chiefs signed uh, Jordan Reed, I think, right? Yeah. Or Justin and Reed. I, yeah, um, Trent Brown, Akeem Hicks, Jadavion Clowney, Wayne Brown. Gronk is a free agent right now. Just Gronk's coming back. There. Gronk's coming o- back. O- Odell's a free agent, which I think he'll come back to L.A., but. I, I yeah. think so. I think he wants to be in L.A. Oh, your, your boy Pete's a free agent. Okay. All right, now I'm just reaching. Um, but I think okay, that wraps okay, up. Okay, 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 okay. What? We're going to wrap this up right here, and I'm going to take a moment to sulk about WVU sports because Jalen Bridges just entered the transfer portal. All right, just because your college didn't get in the tournament, my mind date doesn't give you the reason to sulk. Yes, it does. It very much so does. In the span of about an hour and a half, our girls' basketball coach retires. Oh, and he's arguably our best player. Not Taz. Or is Taz leaving, too? There's, he's a senior. Oh, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's, a, that's an L. That's an L. Oh, and oh, so did Isaiah Cottrell. So, yeah, no, wow, that's going to be awful. Oh, boy. West Virginia basketball is going to be a little bit of a, a slump next year, maybe. Who are we even going to have? Won't you have McNeil still? Or is McNeil senior, too? 
He's a senior. He can come back. I don't know if he will, though. So who I don't even know. I can't remember your team besides those guys. It's our freshmen and transfers. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it is. It's it's our four freshmen. That'll hey, be they, well. they might they might be holding open tryouts. Um, JRC, you better get ready. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna catch me out on the court. You know, D one <laughs> scholarship and everything. Yeah, definitely. But um, do we want to move on to March Madness? Yeah, we uh, we can. Um, All right, so just before we get into actual things, I want to go over the first four games that happened last night. Texas Southern beat Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and um, Indiana beat Wyoming. So those two teams, so Texas Southern will be playing Kansas, and um, Indiana will be playing St. Mary's. And then tonight... We have Wright State and Bryant, the winner taking on Arizona, and Rutgers Notre Dame, the winner taking on Alabama. So I'm not too shocked. Like, I don't really, I didn't really pay attention too much to the first four games. I, I checked the scores periodically, but I kind of guess those teams would win. But I don't know. I I liked watching the I watched the Texas A&M Corpus Christi, Texas Southern game. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch. I think is the first time I've ever seen Texas A&M Corpus Christi play ever. You know, I've, I've seen Texas A&M, Texas Southern play before, but I don't know. They are fun to watch. There's a lot of old school basketball pounding the rock inside, a bunch of blocks. Wyoming, Indiana didn't surprise me, though. I mean, Indiana went on that little yeah. bit of a tear there at the end. We'll say Wyoming, though, still had a good year, which is I've never really seen Wyoming in the tournament before. They probably have been before, but I don't remember them being in. Um, but, but tomorrow is the big day. First day of round of 64 games. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Cause all day from like 12 to 12, there's going to be college basketball on. So get all your screens ready, get your computers ready, iPads, iPhones, get everything ready. Cause you're going to have multiple, I'm going to have multiple screens watching all the games. I recommend you should too. No, I'm joking, but, um, no, it's, it's going to be fun. Always gonna be always gonna be fun first couple of days of March Madness because upsets all that stuff just shocks you. So yeah, I mean, hey, it's it's uh, it, it's March. It's March. Anything can happen. Could Norfolk State win the whole championship? You never know. They could. Uh, all probably right, not. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> maybe. maybe, maybe. Maybe March be saying it's March is a little too less for that. But um all right. So JR, give me like one or two upset alerts you think could possibly happen in the round of sixty-four. All right. So there's a few that I like. Um one of the ones that I really like is Houston and UAB. I think that UAB matches up pretty well. They're really good. Um you know, they're a really good offensive team, averaging over 80 points a game. If they can lock down on defense and stop that Houston team, I think they got a shot to be a 12 seed. That makes the uh, the round of 32. Another one that I really like um, is the South Dakota State-Providence matchup. I think a lot of people are high on that one. South yeah, Dakota State, a lot one, of the best, one of the best offenses in, you know, the whole entire country. Providence is being – not in the form that they've been throughout the season, the last couple of games. I think they're really shaky. 
I think that, that one's probably the one that I'm betting on most to happen, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. For some reason, I'm in the, like the minority. I think Providence will like win that game, and I think Houston. In my like official bracket, I've got Houston beating UAB, but I haven't listened to Illinois. But um, I've also heard a lot of about Illinois and Chattanooga. There's a there's a lot of um rumors surrounding an upset, possible upset there too. That's what I've heard. I'm not saying I'm predicting that, but I've just heard that. Um, so an ups, I've got a couple upsets here. One of them, I've got Virginia Tech over Texas. Just coming off the ACC tournament win, um, Storm Murphy, um. Oh, what's the guy's name that just like shot the lights out against Duke? Hunter, Hunter Couture. Couture. Yeah, Hunter Couture. Um, if they can keep that shooting up, Stormworth is an excellent point guard, and I think they could easily beat Texas. And I got another AC upset. I The 10 Miami over USC. I think Miami's just a very good team. You know, past couple years they've been plagued with injuries, but this time they're pretty good at full strength. And I think they could possibly win over USC there too. And, and Leo Lissago. Never count them out based on what happened over Ohio State. I think they could beat Ohio State, too. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that's one to look up, uh, look forward to. Um, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of hype around Vermont right now and uh, Arkansas. That one that one's an interesting one to keep your eyes on. Um, I honestly I don't understand where that's coming. I think Arkansas is going to blow them out of the water. It, it's coming out from it's coming from the fact that Vermont has been destroying everybody in their conference. I watched that conference championship final against UMBC. I think they won by 38 in the final. Yeah, but who, what's what is their conference even? It's, it's the AEC maybe. I don't know. I just I think that they have a shot. I don't know if they will do it. I think Arkansas is a really good team led by third team All-American JD Note. But I don't know. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I think that's one to keep your eyes on, though. Yeah, another one, another very interesting game, and I know this was a lot of, this is very controversial, um, Colorado State and Michigan. Obviously, there's a lot of controversy about Michigan getting, Michigan getting in over teams like Texas A&M. Um, what are your thoughts on Michigan getting in at the 11th seed? I think it's ridiculous. Not only is it ridiculous they got in, but the fact that they got in as a higher seed than Indiana, I think that's absolutely ridiculous that they're even in the tournament but let alone a higher seed in the team that beat them in the Big Ten tournament. I, I would honestly very much agree with you. I don't know. I think, and personally, do you think Texas A&M should have been in over Michigan? Yeah, Texas A&M should have been. Yeah. Okay. I think even – I think Dayton should have been. I think yeah, – um, There was a few others. But so I, they, I, just, I, remember, I remember Selection Sunday when they put Michigan, a lot of people were very upset. Like a lot of people were not happy with that, and I'm with, I'm with it. I mean, if you just you just lost to Indiana, but you somehow got a higher seed than them, how does that work? And I know a lot of Michigan fans are like, "Oh, we're so good, all that." Your, your team's not good. Like, let's be honest here. You got Hunter Dickinson. That's it. Your, Colorado State's probably going to win. Yeah, I just I I think so. I mean, David, not only is Michigan not that good of a team in my opinion, but David Roddy, I mean, that man is on a tear for Colorado State. I'm impressed by the Mountain West Conference as a whole. I mean, Boise State, San Diego State, Wyoming, sure. they didn't make the final, but those those four teams, Colorado State there as well. Um, I think that that's, I think that that's, you know, great for the Mountain West. You saw with the West Coast Conference too. Um, 
San Francisco getting in. San Francisco getting in there, which is cool. That was that was um, pretty good. You know, for them, you know, everyone talks about how they're not that good of a conference. But yeah, definitely. Um, there's another thing I want to talk to you about. Um, another very interesting game, Michigan State and Davidson. I'm Obviously, excited Michigan for that State one. Fan, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that I, one. You're very you look you seem very excited for that game. Um how do you think that game will play out? I think it'll be close. I mean, if I'm being 100 percent honest, Davidson's got a good team. Um, you know, they're they're led by the Michigan State redemption story of Foster Lawyer. Um, I'm not gonna pronounce the guy's name because it's not something I don't want to mess it up. They have another good player who's you know possible second round NBA draft pick. Um, they got they got a really good team. Michigan State's got a good team. It really just comes down to the fact that is Michigan State going to play the way they did against Wisconsin, or is Michigan State going to play the way they did against Ohio State at the end of the year? Good question to have. All right. Now, I think while well, what we should do now is who are your two, like, who are your final teams? Like, playing for a national championship, who do you have in the finals? Right now, my overall bracket, the one that I want to pay attention to the most, is an Arizona winner. I think there's a number of teams that can get there um, along with them. And I'm looking at my bracket here just to go through. I think that, you know, Kansas is going to be there possibly. I think UCLA could possibly be there. I think Gonzaga could possibly be there. Right now I have a rematch of the Pac-12 championship. I have UCLA and Arizona, Arizona winning by 75-69. Whoa. That's that's a very – all right. I'm going to be honest with you. I've got both UCLA and Arizona going out in the Sweet 16 in my official bracket. But um, I have, in my final four, I have Gonzaga, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Auburn. So I've got three SEC teams in the final four and then Gonzaga. And then I have Gonzaga, Auburn. I know, I know you, I showed you, when I showed you my bracket, I know the first thing you said, like, how the heck is Auburn in your championship game? Listen, I think if Auburn, uh, I think my prediction is Auburn's going to catch what they had at the beginning of the year, and they're going to go on a huge run and make the championship game, but they're going to lose to Gonzaga 80 to 70. I just, I don't, I don't see it because they don't see it. I, I love Auburn. Don't get me wrong. One of our, one of our, you know, past guests, Kennedy Cambridge, her brother Devin plays. On Auburn, I love watching that man play. I love watching number one overall pick Jabari Smith play. Do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I, I, but but well, I got a number one overall pick Jabari Smith. Yes, number one overall pick Jabari Smith. It's not a question in my mind. I think the question really becomes who goes two, who goes three. Um, I just don't think they're going to be able to do it. I really don't. They've been too. They've been too, like. Shaky. They've been inconsistent. Um, there's a statistic that no team that has ever lost their first game of the conference tournament has ever made it to the Final Four. I want to remind you that Auburn did lose Texas A&M in their first game. I just don't see it. I, I don't see it. They're a good team. They had a great season. AP number one for some part of the year. I really don't see it, though. Oh, boy. So we have a little bit of a disagreement there in the tournament. So I've got more so you're more so in the pack 12 gonna be dominant in this tournament i'm more the sec camp gonna be 
kind of like winning the winning this tournament. But um, yeah, honestly, both our brackets are probably going to be off by exorbitant amounts because it's March. That's probably how it works. So we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, I'm going to say like this year, more than any, it's like it's going to be very hard to decide who's a champion because like there's so many teams this year that could win it. Like, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams that I can win in. I'll be 100% honest. Um, I've got eight or nine brackets with a different winner just because I wanted one with each, you know, the guys that I think can win it. And, you know, eight or nine different teams being able to win it is not something that I'm used to doing. All right, so I'm going to be honest. I've got 25 brackets. I, I, live, I maxed out on ESPN, and I have each of the top – I've each six seed – I've each one to six seed winning – a bracket in one because I that's that's how wide range I think this could be. What six seed do you almost have winning? Um, I just I put I just did it all, all of them. I'm probably going to change it to oh, probably some lower seeds. Six... Yeah, I think I think Texas could Texas win it, even though I've got Virginia Tech. Sure. Hey, I'm just trying to play the odds. I but think I'm Texas gonna... is the only one. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Texas is definitely the only six seed that could ever make oh, it. Oh, yeah. I don't think Colorado's going to win. We'll see. I might, I'll, I'll probably change that tonight or tomorrow or something. But, um, and I have another bracket where Delaware's winning because I feel like I had to. I had to. I had to represent my school. But, um, I think we're going to get smoked by Villanova, in all honesty. But, um, hey, you never know. I was 15 seats have won before. So, We'll just see how that ends up. Um, yeah, I know. I, I mean, like, honestly, I could see any, like, of at least, like, the one, two, and maybe even three seeds winning it, honestly. I really could. Yeah, I, I could, too. Like, I could see Kentucky winning it. I could see Nova winning it. I could see um, Auburn, Wisconsin winning it. I could see Duke, Gonzaga. Arizona. I can see Illinois winning. I can see Tennessee winning it. There's so many teams that just could like make a run and win this thing. I, think, I mean, Tennessee is a really good one. I have them winning one of my break. I have one, one them winning one of my. I, I think Tennessee goes. I think Tennessee goes really far in this tournament. They've just got a solid team. They've kind of been just very consistent all year round. I know they had a couple injuries here and there, but for the most part, they've been very consistent all year round. So I think they're going to be a, a team to really watch out for in the tournament. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about March Madness wise? Um, honestly, <clears throat> I don't think so. I think that's a good bit of what I want to talk about. I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm, I'm hoping that my brackets are right. Um, will they be? Probably not. Knowing my luck, hey, I'll probably lose in the first. Hey, let's game. just say, let's just say, if one of us has a perfect bracket. Um, the Warren Buffett billion dollar challenge. Oh boy, here we come. Yeah, yeah. You, I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably be doing my podcast from Fiji or whatever. I don't know, but um, <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's it. Real quick before we head off here, I just wanted to say, you know, I know it's been a little dormant in the past couple of weeks, but we've got a lot of stuff coming out. We've got a lot of interviews that we're really excited to. Um, share with everyone in, in um, for for the FM Sports Network, but um, so just stay on the lookout for those because 
after this, we'll probably, I don't know, we'll probably post this first and then probably, uh, I don't know, four or five interviews probably we have in the books right now. And then we'll go from there, see what happens. And, you know, as we're getting closer to the summer too, um, we'll also see how that works. You know, we might have a little more free time on our hands over the summer. So maybe crank out a little more content, but we'll see how that works as well. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Ethan, you mentioned that we have some interviews coming up. I think we have three junior college guys who are, you know, going to go division one, one of which is going to be one of what six West Virginia players that we have next year. Um, we also have a couple guys, you know, going to some mid majors. Um, I know I got a wrestling guy coming on. I got um, a football player coming on here. So we've got a good couple interviews for you guys. Um, yeah, stay tuned and uh, we'll, we'll put out some content. Yeah, so it, it's continuous a little like streak we have here. Like we'll put out a bunch of it, then we'll not do anything for a couple weeks, and we'll put out a bunch of it. But I, hey, it's, I think it's fun. Just just plan out how you want to watch it. Just like watch like one. Of, I don't know. Don't. Oh don't, no, I'm don't. sitting there. I'm sitting there in class next week with my uh, with my um everything ready. What posting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll crank it out, and for for you to enjoy because we know we we hope you like listen to that stuff. So we'll continue um providing it. So uh, unless there's anything else, Jar, that I missed, I think we should sign off here, and we'll see you next time. I guess. Yeah. All right. So for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Fager, and I'm Jeremy Zerek, and we are signing off.